Shalom dearest brothers and sisters in Christ Welcome to this week's episode of Midweek with the Saints Today we're going to take a look at the life of yet another saint Who had a great sense of devotion to Saint Joseph As this is the year dedicated to Saint Joseph But friends, before we do that, I would like to ask all of you who are viewing or listening right now If you are viewing on YouTube, please click on the like and subscribe button And also on the bell button so that you will be notified whenever a new video is uploaded and if possible, also drop a comment in the comment section of YouTube. And please do share this YouTube link with everyone whom you believe can benefit from this podcast. If you are watching on Instagram TV, please like, please share, please follow Midweek with the Saints. And also if you are watching on Spotify, please follow the Midweek with the Saints channel and share this podcast channel with whomever you believe can benefit from this podcast. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this week we're going to take a look at the life of Saint Jose Maria. Friends, Saint Jose Maria, also known as the Saint of the Ordinary, as Saint John Paul II put it, Pope Saint John Paul II called Saint Jose Maria the Saint of the Ordinary. Now, why is it so? Because he formed the order known as Opus Dei, and he had this special calling to emphasize on that call of holiness in ordinary things. Now, while he is known as the Saint of the Ordinary for the ordinary things. Saint Jose Maria knew that he had to point all of us to Saint Joseph because Saint Joseph was the model for holiness in ordinary things. Before we do that, let us pick up from where we left off last week. You know, we saw that Saint Joseph is the model for the interior life. Although Saint Teresa of Avila was the model for the interior life and for contemplatives, she ultimately points us to Saint Joseph, who is the ultimate model for the interior life, the patron saint of all the patron saints of the contemplatives like Saint Teresa of Avila, Saint Jose Maria as well, and even Saint John of the Cross. Likewise, for ordinary things, Saint Jose Maria does hold a special place as a model for this, but Saint Joseph is the ultimate man. <laughs> and friends, I would like to bring up this quote of Saint Jose Maria from the outset. Get to know Saint Joseph and you will find Jesus. Just get to know this great saint, this foster father of Jesus, the guardian of the redeemer, the patriarch of patriarchs, and you will find Jesus. So friends, I would like to share with you this more detailed quote of Saint Jose Maria on looking to Saint Joseph as that model for holiness in ordinary things. So Saint Jose Maria said this on working like Saint Joseph, and I quote, you who celebrate with me today this feast of Saint Joseph are men who work in different human professions. You have your own homes, you belong to so many different countries and have different languages. You have been educated in lecture halls or in factories and offices. You have worked in your profession for years, established professional and personal relationships with your colleagues, helped to solve the problems of your companies and your communities. Well then, Jose Maria says, I remind you once again, all this is not foreign to God's plan. Your human vocation is part, an important part that is, of your divine vocation. That is the reason why you must strive for holiness, giving a particular character to your human personality, a style to your life, contributing at the same time to the sanctification of others. Sanctifying your work and your environment, the profession or job that fills your day, your home, your family, and your country, where you were born and which you love. Friends, St. Jose Maria says that 
St. Joseph is a model for us to follow. The way St. Joseph worked, the way St. Joseph lived out his life, lived out his human vocation as a foster father, as a guardian of the Redeemer, guardian of the Immaculate Conception, as the head of the Holy Family household. You know, all of us have a call to shine forth the glory of God in our workplace, in our studying place, in whatever vocation we carry today, whether we are studying or whether we are working, we are called to shine forth the glory of God. We are called to sanctify our workplace by being holy and being thermostats for change. You know, the difference between a thermostat and a thermometer is a thermometer merely reflects the surrounding temperature. So if the surrounding temperature is not good, the thermometer reflects the temperature. But a thermostat, on the other hand, a thermostat has the ability to affect the surrounding temperature. You and I as Catholics are called to be thermostats, to be the catalyst for change in our society, in our workplace, in our studying place, in our families, in our homes, in our communities. We are called to shine forth the glory of God. Your friend St. Jose Maria had such a firm understanding about holiness in ordinary things. A lot of us have this conception, misconception in our minds that holiness means, you know, going on mission to a foreign land. Although some of us do have that unique calling, this is not the general calling for all of us. Holiness does not mean going off to a remote island to reach out to the poor. It's not merely that. Holiness means living out God's call in your life, wherever you are in this moment. Every opportunity we are we live, every opportunity we live in is opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to sanctify our surroundings. And of course, we start with sanctifying ourselves. And that is the call this season of Lent. To pray, to fast, and to give alms. Giving alms is the third of the three pillars of Lent because first we need to sanctify ourselves through prayer and fasting and then we go forth and give alms. So brothers and sisters in Christ, what is one of the key factors in this whole idea of holiness in ordinary things? I believe that St. Jose Maria, St. Joseph had this firm grip on the fact that we have to pay attention to the truth in our lives, the ultimate truth in our lives. Friends, ultimately, in every decision that we make, we are either informed by the Father of Truth, which is God the Father, and I would like to add the Foster Father of Truth, St. Joseph, or we are influenced by the Father of Lies, guess who? Satan, and the Foster Father of Lies, the world. Friends, the world throws all sorts of lies at us. You are not good enough. You are useless. You are not tall enough. You are not short enough. You are not fat enough. You are not thin enough. You are not good looking enough. You are not qualified enough. You do not have the specific skill sets. The world throws all sorts of lies in our face. And the world shouts this kind of lies in our lives. And the devil speaks all sorts of lies to us directly as well in our minds. And that's why they say the mind is the battlefield. We have to guard our minds against Satan. So, friends, are we ultimately giving our attention to the Father and the Foster Father of Truth, God the Father and St. Joseph, the Foster Father of Jesus, who speak all sorts of loving truth over our lives, who speak goodness, who speak forth the life of Christ in our lives, who speak forth the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives? Or are we giving attention to the Father of lies that throws all sorts of lies in our lives? causing us to feel disturbed, causing us to lose our focus in our daily lives. 
you know, if we really want to live out holiness in ordinary things, you know, I was sharing with a friend the other day that it's ultimately about holiness in ordinary things. And she told me this, you know, it's much more easier to portray holiness on that podium or that pulpit, you know, preaching about holiness, talking about holiness, or even leading worship. The hard part comes living holiness in ordinary things when no one is looking, having the integrity to strive for holiness when no one is looking on a daily basis consistently, running to God, to friends. The key to holiness in ordinary things is for us to be well-informed. And to be well-informed means to pay our attention, to pay attention to God the Father and to St. Joseph, our spiritual father, instead of the father of lies, the devil, and the foster father of lies, the world that we live in. So friends, I would like to share with you all a testimony here right now. You know, an instance where I had to deal with the father of lies in my life and the foster father of lies in my life. You know, 10 years ago, I was bedridden and this was probably going to the third year of my bedridden episode. And the professors and doctors that were taking care of me at that point sat my family down and said, your son will never ever walk again. He will be bedridden for life. I was paralyzed on the whole right side of my body and I had spasms on the right side of my body, spasms in my throat, which meant I couldn't eat or drink. And I developed all sorts of complications and they said, you will never walk again. 10 years ago, they told me this. Imagine telling a 13-year-old boy that you will never walk again. I was devastated. And this was the lie that the world was throwing at me. This was a lie that ultimately the father of lies will strike to sow into my mind. 10 years later, brothers and sisters in Christ, today, as I record this video, not only did God prove these medical scientists wrong, these medical professionals wrong, these doctors and professors wrong, by making me walk again a year later in 2012, nine years ago, but today, friends, I hiked up a hill for the first time. 10 years ago, doctors and professors said, I'll never walk again. Today, as I record this video, I hiked up a hill. This is the power of God. God, our healer. And friends, ultimately, I thank God for the gift of my parents, my father and my mother. Because though the lies were being spoken over my life through the doctors and the professors and even through Satan himself, by Satan himself, you will never walk again. I was depressed for that one week. Now, they told me this on Christmas Eve 2011. And friends, this was countered with the fact that my parents, for that month of December 2011, they started to take me for Holy Mass every week. And I was listening to the truth that was being proclaimed on the pulpit. I was receiving the truth. Because the truth is not just an idea, an abstract idea. The truth is a person, Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I was receiving the truth in Holy Communion. Friends, and by the way, that is a miracle in itself. For those two and a half years that I was bedridden, I could not swallow anything. But when I received Holy Communion, there were no spasms in my throat. It was a miracle within that episode. Anyways, friends, my parents not only started taking me for Mass that month, every night they used to sit me in the altar in the hall and they used to read the Bible out loud. You know, the lies that were spoken by Satan himself and through medical scientists and professionals were countered by the truth that was spoken over my life by my parents whom God used mightily in that time. And my parents also brought me to Mass too. Not only 
listen to ideas of the truth, not listen to the word of God that is truth, but to receive the word of God made flesh, the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus Christ. So friends, who are we paying attention to? The father of truth, ultimately, who has been generous in speaking his truth through the father, foster father of truth as well, St. Joseph, or the father of lies and the foster father of lies. You know, friends, why does God the Father allow St. Joseph to share in his great spiritual fatherhood? The reason is as simple as this. You know, Jesus allows saints to rise up and to be canonized in the Catholic Church so that you and I can look up to them as models for holiness. Because, you know, we can kind of at times tell ourselves that, you know, we can't be as holy as Jesus. Jesus was 100% man and 100% God. He had divine nature. But Jesus shows us that there are men and women who have gone before us, saints and martyrs who lift out holy lives. And we can follow in their footsteps because they follow in the footsteps of Christ. In St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11, Imitate me as I imitate Christ. This is why we look to the lives of the saints. We look to the lives of the saints because they imitated Christ and we imitate them. Likewise, likewise God the Father allows St. Joseph to share in this great role of fatherhood. Because as we imitate St. Joseph, as we tap into a relationship with St. Joseph, we ultimately tap into a relationship with God the Father. In fact, St. Joseph is a stepping stone in our relationship with God the Father. Now, as I was mentioning earlier, I was privileged, I was blessed and honored that my biological father was a man of God. Still, he's a man of God. My biological father is a man of God. And through the bedridden episode, time and again, he would speak truth over my life. He never spoke negativity. He never sowed doubt. He never sowed suspicion in the ability for me to recover from that illness or that sickness. In fact, there were nights in the hospital where he would read miracles, testimonies of miracles attributed to divine mercy. I guess when the miracle in my life happened, at the hour of mercy on New Year's Day, I was blessed and honored, friends, to have a biological father who is a man of God. I am still blessed tremendously. But friends, not all of us have this experience. Some of us have had bad biological father figures. Some of us have had horrible spiritual father figures. Whether you've been let down by your father at home, whether you've been let down by your parish priest, for whatever reason, the way they put you down constantly, the way they put you down that one time that is sticking at the back of your head. Friends, I ask you to release them by forgiving them. Forgiveness is for you for you to move on and I ask that you take up Saint Joseph as a great father figure for you to look up to Saint Joseph as a great heroic man look up to him as a father and in walking with Saint Joseph I guarantee you that the father wound that you live with will start to subside God the Father through his mercies and through the role that he's extending to Saint Joseph in and through Saint Joseph will heal you of the father wounds that you have Many of us live in a fatherless society and we are affected by it directly. So friends, even though you and I, some of you and I have great biological fathers to look up to, ultimately, we desire deep in our hearts a union and relationship with God the Father. Because there is a love that only God the Father can give to us. There is this vacuum in our hearts that only God the Father and His love can fill our hearts. Ultimately, friends, you and I need to run to God the Father. And St. Joseph, the spiritual father, foster father of Jesus, guardian of the Redeemer, a real man of God who rose up with heroic virtue, is going to help us do this. Helping us strive for holiness in ordinary things. 
It's in Jose Maria Escrivia, the expert of holiness in ordinary things. You know, his writings are simple and straightforward. I encourage all of you to check out his writings, to read. It's simple sentences. It's simple language for us to feed our minds with the truth. That's one of the ways we can feed our minds with the truth. To attune our ears to listen to the Father of Truth and the Foster Father of Truth. So, brothers and sisters in Christ, let us pray. Saint Jose Maria, pray and intercede for us to grow in holiness in ordinary things. Through all your writings, you ultimately say that we need to strive for holiness in ordinary things. And in your writings, you ultimately pointed us to the Foster Father of the Redeemer, Jesus Christ, the Foster Father of Jesus Christ, Saint Joseph. You pointed us to Saint Joseph because he is the ultimate model for holiness in ordinary things. The man of God, Saint Joseph, who lifted up God's call over his life, who protected the child redeemer, who protected his spouse, the Virgin Mary, the Immaculate Conception. Help us to turn to Saint Joseph, Saint Jose Maria, just as Saint Joseph imitates God, and you imitate Saint Joseph. Help us to imitate you, Saint Jose Maria. In this great succession that Saint Paul speaks about in 1 Corinthians 1:11, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So Saint Jose Maria, we imitate you. We imitate Saint Joseph, who ultimately imitates Christ, imitates God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Help us to live up holy lives. Help us to sanctify our workplace. Help us to sanctify our homes. Help us to sanctify our communities. Help us to sanctify our local parish communities. Help us sanctify our dioceses. Help us to sanctify our nations through your intercessions and Jose Maria. Help us to pray as if everything depended on God and work as if everything depended on us. Saint Jose Maria, we were made for greatness, not mediocrity, and the greatness that God calls us to entails being faithful in the small and ordinary things. Help us to be faithful, Saint Jose Maria. Help us to be faithful. Remember, most pure spouse of Mary and my dearly beloved guardian, Saint Joseph, that never was it known that anyone who invoked your care and requested your help was left without consolation. Despite with this confidence, I come to you, and with all the ardor of my spirit, I commend myself to you. Do not reject my prayer, O Foster Father of the Savior, but graciously receive and answer it. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Saint Jose Maria, pray for us. All you holy men and women of God, pray for us. Brothers and sisters in Christ, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Midweek with the Saints. I would like to encourage all of you. I would like to open this invitation to all of you. If you were moved by the Spirit in and through this episode, to drop a comment, to give glory to God, to testify of His goodness. If something resonated within you, with what I said in and through this podcast, drop a comment or send us an email, or drop a message on any of the social media platforms, or maybe the saints or the seeds, and share your testimony. And if you need someone to walk with you in the spiritual walk, do drop a message and meet with the saints on Instagram, or on the seeds on Instagram, or any of the social media platforms concerned. Can even email me, and I will put up all the contact details in the description box below or in the Linktree websites. So, friends, thank you all for tuning in this week. And before I end this podcast, I'd like to ask all of you who are watching once again to go check out Amanda Lee's website, City on a Hill Co. Amanda Lee is the person who designed this beautiful illustration of Saint Jose Maria. 
and she has been faithfully designing these beautiful illustrations of various saints. And some of these illustrations are available as stickers on her website. So you can go to her website. The link is here. The QR code is here. Go to her website. Access her website. Check out her Catholic merchandise that's available there. Buy what you want to buy so that you can use this Catholic merchandise as tools for evangelization. The stickers, the cups, the t-shirts and so forth. Use it as tools for evangelization so that you can become a beacon of hope. So that you can become a messenger of truth. So that you can extend the voice of God, the Father, the Father of truth and the foster father of truth in the lives of those around you. And having the stickers and Catholic merchandise on you quite literally is a door open for others to ask you about Jesus ultimately about Christ about Christianity and about Catholicism until next week see you all and God bless